Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Good afternoon to all of our members in the podcast world. My identical twin brother and I are so excited about our special guest today. Today, if you ever thought about growing up saying, I want to make a difference, I want to impact the world. Well, today we have a special guest who is not only impacting the world, but is making it happen and asking you to come along for the journey. Today, I'm so happy to have my friend, Chaicha Vedyapali, on our podcast today. She's an accomplished digital officer who thrives on conceptualizing, analyzing, and executing strategic business initiatives to increase customer loyalty, margins, and maximize sustainable competitive advantage. So really, what does that really mean at the end of the day? If you're a business who wants to stand out, if you're a business who wants to really thrive in this new age of digital transformation, you need to make sure you have the right consulting team on your side. Well, she is just that. Not only that, Chaicha has done a lot more than that. If you just go online and you search her on Microsoft Edge, on Google, Mozilla, whatever platform search of choice that you have, you'll see exactly what she's doing right now. She is a co-founder and CMO at Mela, focused on helping customers to modernize their business with cloud solutions. We all hear this word cloud, cloud, cloud. Well, no worries. She is here to help you out with that. Not only that, she's helped thousands of organizations, even my organization, with my 100 cohorts, make sure they profit and grow in the cloud. But it doesn't stop there. She's also the co-founder of Women in Cloud. She sits on the board of several companies and drives global conversations with United Nations and other top corporations. I told you, she is awesome. She is powerful. Now, remember, using the power of AI, cloud, and the Internet of Things, Taicha is fiercely committed to empowering businesses, owners to access the digital economy. Now, there's a lot of things that she does, but today we want to focus on her work on empowering women. And we're going to talk about not only that, but maybe get some insights of some of the other things that she's done. Look, she's spoken at the UN. She speaks around the world. She's a published and notarized speaker, but she's also put together platforms to make sure that women around the world can break the glass ceiling. They can become entrepreneurs through the programs that she's put in place. And not only that, she has a full team to help them as well. And of course, I'm honored to be one of those. You don't have to be a woman to be part of her team in order to make sure we make the biggest impact around the world to raise and empower women. Chaicha, welcome to the Twins Talking Up podcast. My identical twin brother and I are so excited to have you today. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, David. This is fun. I'm so excited. Well, we're excited to be able to have you here as well, Chaicha. This is David. And from time to time throughout our program, we'll make sure we mention who's speaking and asking you the questions because most of our audience are listening and Dan and I seem to have uh, very similar voices. But Dan mentioned earlier, uh, Chaicha, that you are the founder of a couple of organizations, including your company, Mela. But I want to talk a little bit about your focus on women in cloud. You co-founded this as a community-led economic development organization to really help the mission of getting access and exposure for women entrepreneurs to large corporations, policymakers. And really, you put out there $1 billion economic access and opportunity by the year 2030. Uh, That is an amazing goal. And I believe that from what I've been seeing, what I've been hearing, the people that Dan has introduced me to, that you guys are not just putting out there a goal that's just a pipe dream, it's going to be accomplished. Can you speak to some of those initiatives and how you believe that you're going to be able to achieve that? Uh, What are some of the potential challenges? What are the great opportunities that are out there? Because we don't want this to be just some vision that fizzles away. We wanna see this accomplished. 
Uh, thank you, David. Great question. First is I'm really honored to be here and really excited to engage with your audience and see what we can do. It We can really uh, create a movement where all of us can thrive in the new economy. Uh, there are two stories I want to actually share, and then I'll talk about how the the journey of the Women in Cloud came about. I actually left Microsoft and I was doing pretty well uh, as an executive and did a lot of work in the channel. But when I left Microsoft, I actually wanted to do is become a true tech entrepreneur. And going through the journey, I said, I want to be a tech entrepreneur in the enterprise market. What I saw was the barriers that we had, right? It was a barrier about not getting funding, not getting access to technology credits, not getting access to advisors, not getting access from a government funding. None of the things are available. If you really look at from a people of color perspective, it's extremely hard. And for women, again, the same scenario. So what we did was I actually went back to Microsoft, said, hey, we have an opportunity to look into this particular area because we, I think there is a need for companies of our size to really become successful partners in the channel. And then if you, Danny, uh, David, if you remember at that time, the cloud solution provider program was just coming out, but nobody knew what that cloud licensing looks like. Yeah. So for me, that was a journey. I said, you know, how about we adopt the cloud um, solution provider licensing or cloud licensing models so you can turn on solutions anytime, any day. So that one was the reason for one of the area to say there is a need for it and it's a trillion dollar market. The, the second story is I actually come from tech licensing background, a lot of pricing. I understand how the licensing, when I actually looked at the, uh, from the old licensing model to the new licensing, it was actually very easy. It was one, it was, you know, named user license or it was a, a you know, consumption-based license. I said, this is very fascinating. And we had a customer and we wanted to actually, we deployed the software and we used to buy those um, cloud tokens, if you remember, from the distributor. And when it went, like, you know, when the tokens ran off, there was no communication. It took a month to figure out why the software is not working. And those kind of two things kind of came together and said, okay, let's go put together a strategic accelerator in the state of Washington and with Microsoft. And I'm very grateful for them to really understand the need for it. And we took 5,000 companies through that whole program. And what we realized is every company, whether it's small or large, all were going through a very similar journey and the similar kind of challenges. The companies which were big in size, they had the funding. The companies that didn't have funding, they just couldn't go on the journey. And we had an opportunity, if you give them the right uh, tools and the right access and the right um, uh, resources, anyone can become a million dollar business. So that was an aha moment. It's like, oh, that's pretty good. But as we were doing this work from a Mela perspective, what we realized that there were very, very, very few women who are actually dabbling into building cloud tech solution in the enterprise market. And I didn't want it to be the only entrepreneur doing it. I wanted a tribe because when you have a tribe, you have a voice. When you have a voice, you can move policies and change the, the game plan. You can create a movement around what we are looking for. So that's why the economic development platform was created to support women in a trillion dollar economy so they actually can bring the solution that meets the, 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 the business needs and they come in and contribute to the local economy or a digital economy. So that was the journey. So to accomplish that, uh, you always need to have a big hack goal, right? A big audacious goal. So that's why we put a billion dollars in economic access. And as part of that, you know that when you go into a big ideas, policies can be changed very easily. So that was the intention. I love it. This is uh, David Chaitra and I'm inspired. You said you got to put that goal out there. It, it can't be something that you can just reach out and touch. You've got to stretch yourself. And I love how you said helping others to have a voice. You have a yeah. tribe and it's not just about you gaining access. You want to see more and more of the landscape change to where there are more women that have that access because 
so many don't realize uh, that they can't get to that position where they can get the money. They can't get to that position where they can get in front of the Microsoft or the other tech giants out there in the world. You did something interesting. You were featured, by the way, in uh, article, well, Was- Western Washington's Remarkable Women for 2020. Now, of course, you're remarkable every year, but it's just great to be featured in that. And it really highlighted female entrepreneurs you, you, that, that really, in so many ways, you wanted to put out there, let's just gain access for more and more women. And you partnered with Senator Patty Kuterer and championed a bill, SR8602, which declared January 25th as Women in Cloud Day. Now, what's amazing about that, Chaitra, it didn't stop there, Okay. That bill, she followed that up. That bill was followed up by Bill 8697, and it recognized the community and the international efforts to ensure that goal that you said is way out there. We got to put a goal out there of $1 billion created for economic access to women entrepreneurs by 2030. And what's amazing about that is that bill also set the framework to expand this into the the really the entire world, but they went to other nations, they targeted other countries. And I just think it's amazing to see this global emphasis now, not just something that you had as a dream, as a vision, not just something you're able to convince a state delegate, a state senator rather to, to champion this. You were actually able to put this on the forefront to not only see Women's Day, International Day every year, you're now pushing this vision for a global audience. Can you talk about how this one idea, this one thought has really snowballed into something like this now, because your dream of seeing something that's out there, it's really becoming more and more in a clarity, more focus, and it seems like you're going to be able to grab it. Sure, uh, David. Like when you think about uh, changing the world, you need a representation of you, your voice, and your tribe. And uh, it started with the journey because I was not a public speaker growing up, okay? I, I had a fiasco early on, like around 11 years old. So till 32 or 33, I never got on to speak on the stage because I had a stage fright. But the day when my manager said, you know what, you need to speak up. You have a great perspective. And that perspective probably will change many people's lives. Mm-hmm. So she gave me access to a lot of um, um, people to meet with and understand what the public speaking looks like. So I went and took some Toastmaster classes. I took some um, you know, public speaking classes because she actually got me a speaker coach to help me go through it. And that was the place I realized is the, the public speaking allowed me to have a voice. That was number one. Second, you can use policies to really bring the tribal voice together. So when you think about the proclamation that we did with Senator Kudrer is um, because we wanted to make sure that we as a woman need to be well represented in, in an economy that's growing leaps and bounds. And we are not, we are at 2% of that big economy, that trillion dollar economy, we are only 2%. So there is a need. Yes, it goes into percent by percent, But what we wanted to really ask the the legislators is to have a proclamation work Mm. done. So we recognize in the history, there were a group of women who really wanted to have a representation in the world so that we can make a change. We can drive a movement, right? And everyone's responsibility is to bring their voice to be represented. This is not Chaitra's work. It is a collective work. It's a collective action work. So when we went through the proclamation, it was a very sentimental day. You know, it was a wild idea. Like if we do this and in the state of Washington, when the, all the senators came and signed the legislation on this particular proclamation to make a Women in Cloud Day in the month of January, that's where we celebrate with the summit. It was monumental, right? And I remember all the women who were sitting there with me we had tears because we were able to really put a mark, say, this is not acceptable. We have to work together. Now, this work is directly connected to the SDG goals, goal number five, which is the gender inclusion. So we connected and said, we want to drive economic access and economic empowerment for women leveraging technology as our foundation platform. 
So all the corporations can come together as a collective and we take collective action together. So that was the, the, the place I feel is like the work we are doing is allowing this proclamation binds all the countries, all the leaders, all the uh, entrepreneurs come together and say, you know, this is not right. We cannot be at 2%. That is not fair because I don't know what we are missing by not having equal opportunity. So that was the, the, the kind of the sentiment of that work we did. And it was pretty spectacular to see what the senators were able to support us. This is Danny Trace. That is, that is amazing. I, I love how you um, say that, look, this is a community aspect. This is not just Trace, this is everybody. And I love the fact that we do have a special day uh, in, in January to just make sure we do the celebration. And, and, and you know, and I know that sometimes if it wasn't for a holiday, a celebration, that we just, we just don't remember it. We just don't think about it. But when you say only 2%, oh my goodness, there's so much more work to do. There's so much more where to go. You also mentioned how you are challenged to get into speaking, how you had great ideas, a great voice. You did Toastmasters public speaking courses. And that's one of the things that David and I do with our training classes as well. We help leaders to take their knowledge, their IP, they take their experience and articulate it to the world out there. And when I think about what you've done, you're not only championing this great effort, but there's other things that you've championed as well, which is like my nonprofit organization, the Black Channel Partner Alliance. You've personally come on board and taught a lot of the CEO owners a lot about the digital economy, how to make their business more prosperous. And so it's not just women that you've been assisting, you assist the whole community, any community that needs a voice, you've been there. And I'm really grateful for that for you, your team and your organization. So I wanna tell the audience, Outside of just trying to be a public speaker, talking about the digital transformation, diversity, equity, inclusion, influential leadership, strategy development, she spoke at the United Nations. And the topic I believe that you spoke about was advancing women entrepreneurship with cloud technologies. But you also did a TED Talk. And in your TED Talk, you said you did two of them. One is creating, um, creating economic access for women in the age of digital transformation. And then second was granting and giving access to influential leadership. So what that tells me is that for every talk that you've done, it's still the same singular focus goal. It's making sure that all people at all places have a voice, have an opportunity to be heard and have the opportunity to advance in this technical digital transformation tech that we're a part of today. So out of all these talks that you've had, what did you learn about yourself by first breaking the mold getting out of your shell, becoming a speaker, and now being the champion of a lot of these niches. What did you learn about Chaitra during this process? Oh boy, that's a very interesting uh, question, Danny. Uh, the journey, uh, the, see, speaking on stages and working on an initiative is uh, definitely every, anyone can do. That's anyone. If you put in your effort, you can. But for me, um, the philosophy that I work on is the journey that humans are born as um, have a monkey mind, like you can't manage your emotion to becoming a monk mind, like in the senses you manage your emotion. So I enjoy all this journey is to experience all these 300 plus emotions that we have been given access to. And most of us only experience five to seven, maybe 10 emotions in their lifetime. I want to experience everything. So when you go through different initiatives, I actually get to know myself. I get to know what does it take for me to move from one state to another state? How can I inspire others to be in that positive state at all times? Because it's easy. It is really controlled by you. You have the choice. And, and I, I've realized this, I've become a better human being. I have become a better version of myself. I've become a great mother, a great wife, a great, you know, um, uh, daughter-in-law and daughter. So it's kind of like I, I've been shown up really well as a trusted human being in people's lives. So for me, being a trusted human being was more important. So what I learned was um, I, I don't like drama around me. That was one. Second, I like people who create impact. I love that. 
I love people who are thinking big ideas and change the world and leave a legacy on the planet mm, that yes. they made an impact. Their time on this planet counted. The people who are with me, they are inspired to really be part of a movement. They get up every day in the morning with a big smile on their face saying, you know what? Life is cool. Life is fun. Let's go make it happen. So that was what I learned was I had the power to create joy, peace, and uh, uh, happiness around them and around me. So it's been pretty fabulous work. I love that, Chaitra. This is David. And you continue to expand and grow. And you learn more about yourself that you can do more. You can be more. You see how beautiful people are and the way that they can shape lives and impact other people. That's inspiring. And, and I'm blown away by that. And before I ask you about one of your TED Talks, because I wanted to dig a little deeper into one of your, your TED, TED Talks here, I want to encourage all of our audiences that are out there, people that are listening to our program, if you like what you're hearing, you believe in the content that we're delivering, and even more, the guests that we're able to bring on, please continue to sponsor our platform. Go ahead and hit the like, subscribe button, download on your favorite platform, and make sure you ask about sponsorships because we want to continue to bring incredible leaders like Tiatra on at our program. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Well, I want to ask you this about your TED Talk. You, you spoke about creating economic access for women in the age of digital transformation. In the very beginning, you know how in some presentations, this is what you learn in giving speeches. You somehow want to start off with a bang, give a fact, the stat, you open up an image or a story, you asked right in the very beginning of that speech, how many of us have helped to create economic opportunities for women entrepreneurs? Ooh, that's a gut oh. punch for a lot of people. Oh, because oh. we know if it's only 2%, that means not many people in that room could honestly say that they've gone out of their way to champion that vision. Mm. The key that you said in this speech is giving ac access, equal access, and not just providing opportunities for people that we're familiar with. And we hear this all the time in, in major league sports. Why do these uh, type of people always get the same jobs or they get recycled to other jobs? There are other good candidates out there. It's because the people in the position of power and influence, the ownership groups, they go with what they're comfortable with. And they don't realize that if you give the same access, you might be moved and wowed because there's incredible talent 
regardless of the background, the socioeconomic background, the color of their skin, or if they're male or female, it doesn't matter. If you give them the stage, they might surprise you. But you know, in that speech, Chaitra, you said this, you said, if you give access, and you mentioned access as an economic currency, I was like, oh, I've never heard that before. Can you share more about this access currency and the acronym you provided, SIP, Serving Influence and Partnerships. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Sure, sure, uh, David um, and Danny. Like, let me talk, go through a process. So when you are working with people, when you say, I want to accomplish a vision, there are very few people who will say, you know what, you need to talk to these people, you need to talk to that people, you need to connect, you need a resource. They are access creators. You can spot them immediately. Are they saying, oh, I don't think your idea is good? Or, or they say, wow, here is how you go about it. So early on in my life, I've been really blessed with um, people in my life who have created massive access, right? Whether it is in my career or in my college or in, in areas, because I think I can spot that. When I spot it, I know that's the people you want to work with. Uh, and the access looks more like warm introductions. That's what it is. People who can do warm introductions and that allows you to have a currency. That means I know this person who have access to money or I have know this person who have access to talent or resources. And you need to have that circle around you. So anytime you're stuck in a challenge, you know how to activate your access points to get the answer, right? That's the one. In a technology terms, it's, passcode, or it's like a login screen. I want to go access that application. I need to put in my username and password. And once it gets authenticated, then you get into the application. Very similar. Is that magical key that you can unlock? And the way you actually look at it is first, you have to believe in yourself that you can create access for others and everyone can, and everyone should activate that superpower because mm. humans' superpower is tribe creation, tribal development. And when you help each other, you actually will see the joy and happiness because that is your superpower mm. you have activated. There's no other animals on the planet. What human can do, only humans can do. That is activating your superpower, is giving access to yourself and giving access to others to come together as a tribe. So the access creates that economic engine that we need to really grow the society. And it really starts with a very simple, warm introduction. So the way I would say is taking step by step. First is the way you look at it is from a SIP framework. One is you serve people. That means you open up your Rolodex and allow them to get connected to the right people so they can achieve their vision, number one. And you will see that one, who gives you and who doesn't give you, because mm -hmm. people of color have a very clear idea of that, right? Because we have been stopped multiple times in our life for getting what we need. Mm -hmm. The second one is influencing. So how do you influence, whether it's your corporation or companies, to really evangelize a movement or be part of your movement, or you can be part of a um, global initiative so you can influence and next is partner, partner with local senators, local people to really drive the change you're looking for. So when you use that formula, you can look at, it's all about people. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it, it's your Rolodex. And if you make your Rolodex thriving by giving warm introduction, getting people coming together and you build a cool tribe, then you are the most influential leader on the planet. Very simple, right? Hard Very to simple. do, <laughs> yeah. hard to do because it's hard to give access to your Rolodex. It's, it's something not many people want to do. So at Women in Cloud, we did was let's take that and turn the warm introduction into a technology platform. So we enabled Get Introduced platform. In three weeks, it was so fascinating. We had 100 followers to 95 people, I would say, are part of the um, ecosystem. And people are requesting these warm introduction. And when you make it, we know someone is going to get a job. Someone is going to get that deal. Someone is going to get that support that they really need. And we, as a tribal unit, are helping each other to grow together. And how phenomenal that is. We've all activated our superpowers on the planet. So that's for me is what access would look like from an economic currency perspective. 
I love it, Chaitra. This is David. And it's really encouraging me to hear you talk about creating true access points. And I want to be a part of your tribe. I think I am already. So I'm so excited yes, about are. that too, Danny. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I will say this. What's really encouraging is to be able to hear that, you know, for those of us that grew up in the days without our technology that we have today, like our kids are like, what's a Rolodex? This younger generation, what does that mean? It was like our CRM before there was computers, right? We yes, we stored everything yes. in it. We were flipping through. Yes. Oh, you want to know who I know in that space? You were flipping through your Rolodex and you take out the card, make a copy of this or write this number down. You put it back in the Rolodex and you're really saying, let's go beyond just a warm introduction. Let's really provide that opportunity for other people. And the way to do it is through serving. So much of our networking today is about give, give, give to me, give to me, give to me. And we're not realizing that sometimes you got to go out there and you got to serve others. You got to open access points for them. And when that gets open for them, they realize that you are opening not only an access for them, you're providing them a framework for how they also should serve, exert their influence, and build the right type of partnerships. So I love that. Uh, Chaitra, you mind if I ask you uh, about something interesting here now? My, my twin and I are in this process of writing a series of books. And the first book is all around our work as public speaking coaches and public speaking trainers. It's really just our training material, putting a book. And it's given people a guide to how to become more comfortable and more confident as a speaker to really grow their influence and their value. Uh, Warren Buffett said it's the most important skill that any leader could go after. And he believed that it was that important. You wrote in your book with Karen Fazio, how to build a million dollar business with Microsoft Cloud. Right there, the things that catches your attention, million dollar Microsoft. And when people see that, they're thinking instantly, okay, I want to build a million dollar business. I want to do it with the one who's moving this world with technology. It's Microsoft. So it's a really step-by-step -step guide for small to mid-sized companies to understand how they can grow and build a successful partnership with Microsoft. Can I ask you, is this a, another part of your vision to create more access? How did you come to create this book or want to write this book? And then how do you see this helping SMBs learn how to transform their business uh, and make it really more cloud-ready? So, so David, good question on that, because first is the book didn't come because I wanted to write a book because the book came into existence because people wanted a step-by-step -step guide mm, and we it. made it look very pretty. It became like a book, right? Um, but if you really ask me, if you have to write a book, I've like been rejected by so many authors. I've been given so many titles, but I've been rejected. But what I learned from that journey of, writing this book with Karen was people need a step-by-step -step guidance. Nobody has time to go figure out the Microsoft ecosystem. Mm -hmm. It is complex. I come from that background. I know how difficult it is for a you know, small and medium-sized company to navigate their changes, their technology, their steps. But when you think about building a business in cloud, it's very simple. You just have to pick few decisions and then you have to work at it every single day. So that was kind of the intention behind it. And uh, so what we did was we kind of built a book. I want to build it as a second version of that one because we have learned so much because what we learned was um, most of the hyperscalers, you know, whether it's Microsoft or Google or IBM, they are very good with giving you uh, access points to do what you need. However, when it comes to demand generation, that is a place where they struggle with the most. They don't understand how to create demand for SMB ecosystem. And how do you get the leads? How do you qualify the leads? So we are working now from the mailer's perspective is to create is how to, like we created a challenge to help companies like us to learn how to do digital co-selling and through events. What does that look like? How do you co-sell? How to put a co-sell event? Because Demand generation is the hardest thing to do, and there's no blueprint. So I think I'm going to go write a, another book on that particular piece for companies to say, now that you know what a profitable business strategy looks like, now let's go do is on a day-to-day -day execution and the right team for you to help you grow your business. Because building a business is a lifetime journey. Um, it is not like there is magic pill every day. You have to think about it. But at the end of the day, it's such a leadership skilling yeah. opportunity. And uh, the books basically help you to say, okay, 
if I follow this manuscript, if I follow these steps, I know I will be successful. I can build a million dollar business. It is not hard. It is actually not very hard. It's just that um, humans do not have a ritual to follow the steps because we are not being trained. But when you follow the steps, it actually works exactly like what it needs to do. This is Danny. That is fantastic. I love how you mentioned that sometimes we just need steps to follow. And I think about any organization that would like to put on their own uh, event in the future or learn how to create their presence online, they definitely need to follow your steps, right? I, I, without a doubt, they need to reach out to you and your organization. You have built a framework that is, that, that is able to be repeated consistently. And so for any organization out there, outside of just growing your cloud presence and cloning your cloud business, if you just want to learn how to get online, get on the stage, put a great event together. If you want to get online and you want to figure out how can I grow my brand the right way, uh, Tricha and her team have already built out this great model. They can help you out with, they have a great platform that you can subscribe to as well in order to make sure everything's customized the right way. So don't try to figure it out on your own. Go to a proven method that has worked and it continues to work. Follow those steps. That's really the key. Follow the steps. Now, I want to talk about Another thing that was quite interesting, and you mentioned a little bit about it earlier, earlier during our session, you have this thing on your blog, the seven surprising trends about representation of women in the cloud and AI industry. And the one that stuck out to me was that the very first trend caught my attention more than anything else. But the other trends are very important. And I wish you can tell our audience quickly, just a high-level overview of those seven trends. But it was that C-suite an executive representation where the percentage of female CEOs in Fortune 500 companies went from zero back in 1995 to only uh, 4.8% in 2018. In fact, Fortune 500 organizations with at least not one, not two, but three female leaders saw a 66% increase in the return of investment. That is phenomenal. I mean, if you just look at the data points alone, saying, look, if we just get a couple more women executives, leaders on our team, isn't the 66% all right worth it? I, I mean, that just blew me away. Just that, that number one of the seven surprising trends. Can you tell our audience a little bit more about the other trends? Because that was amazing. If someone just came to me and said, Danny, or came to David in his business and said, David, look, you hire this many women executives and you're going to grow by 66%, that's a no-brainer. It's done. Done. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K, I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. I I, I wish it was that easy, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, representation work is a hard work, whether it's in C-suite or it's in executive room, or it's an employee or a supplier base or even tech innovation. So representation is a hard work. 
And that's where the DEI need to focus on is to really start looking at your representation framework and making sure that people are represented well, that means they are reflective of our community. So if you're serving a specific set of customers, then look around and see if your C-suite and E-suite are all representing that. Um, my, my, the reason why I wrote that article is because there were so many articles that only talked about what's not in favor of us, but I wanted to write, say, you know, things are moving actually in a very interesting way because the, the, there are data points people need to know that this, this particular work, the representation work is a long-term work. You have to constantly keep that, you know, the inclusion uh, lens at all mm. times. And, uh, and remember, every company is making changes. NASDAQ is passing policies. S&P is pa passing policy. Everyone is doing. But to get to those levels and changes, it will take, you know, it, it's not instantaneous. I can think about an idea, but once I bring in, what I need to have is a pipeline building on a consistent basis so we can move through it. So I'm actually going to give a lot of acknowledgement to a lot of organizations which are working on the C-suite issues and the executive issue, whether it's a employee um, uh, pipeline development for. So depending upon whatever you're looking for, my just my uh, framework is just build a scorecard, write down how you're looking like from a representation on all the seven areas, whether it's innovation, whether it's supplier, if it's your community, it's your C-suite, E-suite, how does that look like? Look at from a lens of saying, am I doing right? Like, where am I? First, have that base, accept it. It's okay. You, you don't, nobody has to be perfect, but at least you acknowledge and say, what do I want to become? What does my company's identity should look like in a year, three years, five years? And what does my company needs to show for that would be great. For example, if you look at Microsoft's uh, statement, Google statement, Amazon statement, IBM, they are they are working really, really hard for gender inclusion work, right? And they're supporting a lot of things. If you remember right now, the Built for 2030 initiative, which is a hackathon that's happening, it's really helping um, uh, solutions that are coming into the the uh, ecosystem are representative to solve these global goals. That's a first step towards, you know, taking that inclusion. So, so they are addressing the, the solutions that are coming out of, are we having a well representation of founders who are really producing information? Then you look at the Black Founder Initiative that is focused on, are we bringing the, the, the right founders, the right leaders in the ecosystem? They are deliberately making an effort. So that's the kind of, and it's a journey. So it will not stop because you just made a check mark. You actually have to keep that pipeline always active and keep that growing. Because once you reach that level, there's always a chance people will leave and you need to bring the new, new people there. So there's a grooming that is required to accomplish that. So this is, this is an area which will be a lifelong journey. There is no magic bullet. But as an executive, it is, I would say, our core responsibility, our citizen responsibility to look at the data and ask, is this something I want to change? And if it is, what does my new identity looks like? And you measure it uh, with your team, make everybody accountable to accomplish that goal. This is Jane, that's fantastic. Um, I, I just, I really want to encourage the audience to please go and look at her blog. Uh, and, and if you need to know what that is, David and I can include the link, um, but it is just phenomenal. I, I'm really, I, I, you don't know what you don't know sometimes. <laughs> you really That's don't. So That's so true. <laughs> and, and, and knowledge is awesome, right? Learning, uh, gaining this, this wisdom, it's powerful. <clears throat> and now we feel as if we can do something. And this really is at, at our point of our session where we want to challenge our audience today. We want to challenge our leaders today to not only to really enjoy and listen to what Triage has to share today, but we want to give you a, a couple of challenges. And I would like Triage to also issue a challenge as well. One of my thoughts are that if you are a private or public board, make sure you focus on developing an inclusion and having a transformational process. You can't just say you want to do something, but put a plan in place 
and make sure you really try your best to follow it. Everyone has this idea of doing more, including more, having more minorities or having more women representation of leadership teams or on boards. But don't just say it, put the plan out there. Let people see your plan so that they can help hold you accountable to it. And then also, if you're thinking about growing your organization and you're thinking about how can I do it the right way, there are a lot of organizations that are out there, a lot of nonprofits you can work with that can help you, that can help fine tune where you're at. Reach out to Chaitra and her team at Mela if you want to know a little bit more about how to change your organization to form yourself in the cloud. Or reach out to her to find out more about how you can be of assistance to the Women in Cloud organization. Look, this isn't just a call to action for women out there to become leaders or to go and start their own businesses. This is a call to action to anyone and everyone out there. If you're a male and you're in a position of power, then you you can do something. Don't just say it's a nice idea. That's Put it right. into action. Put the plan out there. Let people see that. Chaitra, what other call of action can you assign to our audience today, other people, to help with this initiative, help them to be part of this tribe, to help all people have a voice, and to make sure that this tribe itself can make the impact that you and other people have this vision to be? Danny, uh I, I, I love that you talked about allyship and allyship, whether you're a man or a woman, doesn't matter. Allyship is very important to support our ecosystem. So each one of you, if you are listening, here are a couple of things that I would love to share. First is, this is a quote from James Clear, one of my favorite author of uh, um, Atomic Habits. If you have not read that book, I would recommend. He says, a small act is worth a million thoughts. Very powerful quote. A small act is worth a million thoughts. I want each one of you to take action, action to create access for people around you. So simple thing is ask your team members, your family saying, how can I help you today? What are you working on that I can be a value add for you? Make that effort because then it'll be magical because what you will learn is you're actually serving them in, in the way they want to be served. That's number one. Second, if you are looking for really transforming your journey to be a leader, first is please work with Danny and David to really learn the public speaking skills because when you come into the arena of being, um, when you're representing your voice, you need to have a very crystal clear thoughts on what you want to move and change. And public speaking allows you to really do a clear ask. So that's a very important Now, coming to Women in Cloud, uh, I would say there's various programs that are available. So if you're an entrepreneur and you want to learn how to build a million-dollar business, please come and check out with us. I'll give you my email. It is cbedula at womenincloud.com. Please send me your email. Tell me what are the challenges you're dealing with. And uh, we'll work from there because I read every email. I listen to each one of you to really see how we can take a collective action And the other one is if you are trying to become a speaker or an advisor and really want to unlock uh, uh, access for others and be recognized as a cloud leader, work with us because we have a stage that allows you to uh, amplify your story and your perspective uh, to really change the narrative because there are many areas we have to change and it cannot be just one. So economic development requires skill development. We need uh, you know, upskilling, reskilling, then we need leadership development, and then is the entrepreneurial development. So there's a bunch of areas that you can work on. So come and check out womenincloud.com and reach out to us, and we are here for you. And uh, we would love to see you be part of a billion dollar movement. How cool would that would be? That we all would be go fantastic. to UN, right? We all go to UN in 2030 and say, we made a billion dollar access possible. Yes. And it was just on a piece of napkin and we did it together. And I want all of you to be part of that journey. That is fantastic. I want yes. everyone to be on that, that journey, please. I, I cannot wait until 2030, that vision that was written on a napkin where we can all uh, be proud of the ability that we were able to make yep. this vision come true. If you guys are in the audience today and you want to have Taitra come and speak, if you want to talk to her, reach out to her, and you want to learn more about some of the accomplishments she has, please go to her personal website. And it's, it's really 
Chaitra, C-H-A-I-T-R-A-V-E-D-U-L-L-A-P-A-L-L-I.com. And we will make sure to include the links for all of your people to go there. And as Chaitra said as well, you can also go to womeninclouds.com. And one of the great things I love about this, this, this group, it's not just showcasing and putting a lot of women entrepreneurs to a program, access to a million dollars and all that stuff. It is the fact that, look, if you're in a position where you can hire, you can go to womeninclouds.com slash cloud jobs. You can post your jobs. You can submit a candidate profile. You can apply for scholarships. There's multiple ways and multiple opportunities for you to get involved. Listen, there's no excuses for anybody for not being able to jump on this train, to not be able to say, hey, I can help. I can do something. Look, post a job, hire. Look at the marketplace that that has put together with these women founders who have created products, created ideas. Consider purchasing their products. Consider giving reviews and making sure you highlight those products. If you have a board opening, if you have a C-suite opening, hey, consider the awesome ROI you can get back. That is amazing. Right. The 66%, right. that still blows my mind when I think about that. Chaitra, look, on behalf of my identical twin brother, David Suk Brown and myself, we are so grateful for you taking time out of your busy schedule from always traveling, always speaking all over the world to come on our little podcast, our little show to make sure that you can share with our audience your wisdom and the challenge that every single person out there today can be an advocate, can be an ally and can help make a difference to make sure that by the time 2030 comes around, go back to the UN, we've not only hit the goal, we've exceeded and we have blown the goal out of the water. Charity, thank you so very much for being part of the Twins Talk It Up podcast today. Thank you, uh, Danny. Thank you, David, for having me here. Such a delight to be here with both of you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.